Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. In today's show, I'll be answering a question from one of our listeners. Lindsay sent a question in on our SpeakPipe app, and we're going to be answering her question about how to deal with setbacks. She's experiencing a setback, and we're going to help her out with that today, so Listen in. If you want to leave a question for us that you would like to have answered on the show, you can send us a SpeakPipe recording. Go to our homepage at anxietycoachespodcast.com and click the link on the microphone on the right-hand side, and you'll be able to leave a 90-second question. You can send us a couple of messages if you would like to also say something about it, but have your question be complete in the 90 seconds. I'm really looking forward to some more questions from you wonderful listeners. I know you have the questions, and we do also get a lot of questions and the email. So keep all of that coming. We're happy to be able to share some of those questions and recordings here on the show. Before we get started with talking to Lindsay and all of you about setbacks with anxiety, I wanted to give a big shout out to Chris and Anita. Both Chris and Anita have become monthly patrons on our Patreon campaign page. And if you would like to support the show on a monthly basis, from a a buck a month to a buck a show, to uh, pick your own amount that you would like to donate and have go to the show to keep the lights on so we can keep answering your questions and sharing what is being helpful to not only what helped me in my journey out of anxiety panic, but all of the people that we are able to help here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast and what is working. So be sure to jump over to the Patreon page if you'd like to become one of our monthly patrons. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Anita. Many, many, many mahalos. And now let's listen to Lindsay's question. Hi, Gina. My name is Lindsay, and I have been struggling with anxiety, panic, and depression for about 13 years. I found your podcast a few years ago, and it has really benefited me in my journey, so thank you so much. I wanted to reach out to you because over the past two months or so, my anxiety has really spun out of control. Over the past year, I lost about 30 pounds, and I'm getting married in May. 
In February, my doctor reduced my Zoloft prescription since I had lost some weight and was feeling really positive. She only dropped it by 25 milligrams, but within two weeks, I had to stay home from work due to intense nausea, diarrhea, and anxiety about eating food for fear of getting sick. My doctor ended up bumping me back up to my original dose of Zoloft and also prescribed 5 milligrams of Buspar. I have been on so many different medications over the years, and they have helped me somewhat. However, I still feel nauseous frequently and have limited my food intake due to a lack of appetite and my fear of getting sick. I have been using a guided meditation twice a day for a couple weeks, and it does seem to help sometimes. I try to stay positive, go for walks, and watch funny TV shows only, but I am tired, frustrated, and feeling defeated. This anxiety rut has really made me feel sad and lonely, even though my support system has really done their best. My wedding is around the corner, and I am scared that my physical anxiety symptoms will wreak havoc on what is supposed to be a happy time in my life. Do you have any suggestions as to how I can reduce my physical symptoms and get out of this rut? Thank you so much, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lindsay, for sending that question in. I know this is a big time in your life, and I want to send you many congratulations from all of us here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast on your wedding. Now, you said May, so maybe it has already happened, it is in process as we speak, or maybe it is coming up still. So, I want you to keep in mind that even if we got this recording to you after your big wedding event, I want you and everyone listening to remember that although a wedding is a very big event and it's a wonderful, exciting day for everyone involved, it is one event and life will send you more events that may also trigger you to have what you were talking about in the question. Maybe you will become set back or experiencing more heightened anxiety or fear than you had been up to that point. So it's very important to remember that all of these events that come in our lives and many of the wonderful, exciting things, along with challenges and tragedies, can all get us re-fired up into the anxiety loop. I really appreciate you sending this in, Lindsay, because it will speak to many people. You mentioned losing weight. This is also something that comes up quite often. Now, your weight loss could be from your inability to be eating, from, you know, being that some people's digestion shuts down to the point where they really do not feel like taking food in and they need to be conscious and aware. So let's speak to that first. If you have lost the weight because you had feelings of nausea, feelings of just a shut down digestive system, we need to use our conscious awareness to keep us on our regular eating routine. So that's where you have to put it into 
moving beyond looking for your hunger signals, which is really the best way for us to live, to look for our hunger signals and eat when hungry and stop when we are full. When you are in this kind of a shutdown mode, you may need to be living more by the clock, a little bit more on schedule. So everyone who has had this happen needs a little help. So remember what your favorite breakfast is, favorite lunch, and favorite dinner, and make sure that you have something around that kind of food available to you so that you can at least make something that is pleasurable and have it around the breakfast time that you normally would eat and something around both then also the lunch and dinner time. But it's okay if it's a little smaller, but just try to keep the routine of eating your meals and not pushing the envelope so much that you feel sick and make yourself sick to your stomach. But make sure that you are making the effort to bring your regular meal times into the picture even if they're a little bit lighter and maybe even it might be a good fun time to move into some fun uh, the weather's getting warm now into some smoothies or some more of a juice and protein powder or whatever your gig is um, here we like to have um, the smoothies, the whole fruit and the whole vegetable and uh, in a high power blender and, you know, whip that up instead of having to eat a big salad. It's nice and cold and refreshing, but you are still getting it in. The other point, Lindsay, with the weight loss and the non-hunger is that it's easier to take in more uh, through drinking, like, you know, shakes or smoothies or whatever, than it is to have to eat all that because you get sidetracked with all that chewing and you say, oh, I don't want to do this. So I hope that's helpful with the weight loss piece. I think after your wedding, and things that start to settle down again for you, that your hunger level will come back again. Unless, and this is another thing you mentioned in your recording and your question to us was that you had had your Zoloft reduced and that you had also been added another medication, the Buspar. And so I want to speak to that because both the reduction of, or the change, because I know you reduced your medication, and this could go for any, this isn't about any one particular medication, but if it's reduced or then added back in, it can cause all kinds of different symptoms that you may not have had before. So often a withdrawal symptom. And when any medication is reduced uh, from the antidepressant side of things is different changes in hunger level. So some of what you had been talking about may have been withdrawal symptoms, your uh, mind and body, uh, your brain and your body getting used to the change in the medication and then having it added back in and it getting used to that again. So you're working with your physician on this, and that's what you need to do. And I also want to add in that the addition of your the extra medication that they uh, have put you on 
has its own set of side effects and and its own side of being adjusted to. So the National Alliance on Mental Illness says that the possible side effects of Buspar are nausea was the first one, dear, headache or changes in dreams, feeling dizzy, feeling drowsy, or feeling lightheaded. So all of those combined would make a person feel pretty lousy. And when we feel any kind of dizziness or lightheadedness, along with uh, nausea or headache, no one would feel like eating. So just be aware that when you are changing medications, all of this is possible, that it, it could be from the withdrawal and the re-addition of your antidepressant and then also with this additional uh, new medication. Lots of stuff that your body and your brain have to adjust to. So what we want to keep out of that is being afraid and getting worked up. And of course, when you start to lose weight, you know, you get nervous, like what's going on and what do I need to be working on here? So we're going to hope that the medication that you changes you have made with your physician have leveled out and that we can keep you now out of the fear and anxiety, fear loop hopefully that it won't be interfering with your wedding day, which is just around the corner. You did say that you had a fear of the physical anxiety symptoms interfering with your special day. And this is what happens with anxiety. This is the a hallmark, right, of, of anxiety is that anticipatory fear we and of course everyone is excited and anxious so to speak about a wedding day and and you will be too but the thing when we have been struggling with anxiety panic we tend to go into really anticipating all kinds of fearful events happening or mishaps or just um, the mind, the imagination taking over and flooding out way into the future. So we want to make sure that we bring ourselves back into the present moment, come back to the place where you can deal with what's right in front of you. With a wedding, you've had much to plan and it's like the biggest party you'll ever plan, right? And it was way in advance. So all of that, one day after the other, there was more to do. But break each day down into bite-sized pieces. This is all we can do because getting ourselves into our imagination with our anticipatory fear, we will have no energy left. We will use all of our time and precious energy in worrying about things that are not here yet, and they cannot be worked on yet. So, Lindsay, if it's something you can deal with, deal with it. If it's something you can't deal with in this moment, put it on the back burner, put it on a list. Make sure that you get it out of your head so that you know it's somewhere you can check on it again on another day, and maybe you can deal with it then. We want to avoid overcrowding our mind with everything that needs to be done. 
and everything that needs to be done in the next uh, week or month or six months as in planning a wedding. So bring it back. When you feel that, bring it back into the present moment. And even take a moment to close your eyes and maybe put your hand on your heart and think, what is it that I can do right now? And if it's not anything that uh, was going on in your head, you'll know that those things need to go on the back burner or on the list or both. And you can recheck on those another day, another time. We want to keep coming back to that present moment. So use your physical body to remind you of that. Place your hand on your heart. Close your eyes and just one inhalation and one exhalation and reminding yourself of what is right in front of you and deal with that. You don't need to deal with everything all at once. Lindsay, we wish you so much uh, love and happiness in your new chapter of your life with your marriage and uh, many, many congratulations from all of us here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I hope that this has been helpful for you, Lindsay, and for everyone listening who is concerned about their setback that they thought came in from thinking you were further along, being further along, and then having some big event come up and kind of set you back a little bit and you felt like you were you were not going forward anymore. I'm here to tell you that you are still going forward and that you just need to slow down and remember what it is you can deal with right now. Deal with that. Put everything else on the back burner and your to-do list and check on it another time. Taking a step back or having things come up, being like you were more uh, anxious now than you were two weeks ago is not a failure. It is not a sign of, of halted recovery. It is part of the process. And when we can remember that, we can be more gentle with ourselves as we go through these challenging times. I hope this show has been helpful, and I look forward to hearing from everyone. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. There is no large and difficult task that can't be divided into little easy tasks. And that's a Buddhist saying. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 